Welcome to a Record Roulette bonus episode. My name is Eamon O'Flynn. I'm joined by Nathan Smith and Sonia Walton. On our last episode, uh, we were talking about The Cure's Disintegration, which is a 1980s classic. And I think 30 plus years after their heyday, it's possible that people remember The Cure as a bit one note, depressing, and not as a group capable of some incredible production and writing. In other words, they might be a little bit underrated. With that in mind, I was wondering whether I could get Nathan and Sonia, as well as our guest from last week, Michael Simon, to give me another 1980s musician or group that they think is underrated today. Let's start with you, Nathan. I will go with XTC. I think they are very, I'm not going to say criminally underrated, but very underrated. To me, they seem like almost the, the super tramp great songs, great group for, for when they're around. This seemed to me like almost the natural extension of Supertramp to sort of carry that sound, pretty accessible, pretty pretty decent musicians, good arrangements, good everything. And it just never really happened for them. When I look at their discography from the 80s, English Settlement, uh, Mummer, Skylarking, Oranges and Lemons, it's like four albums. And then they had Drums and Wires in 1979, but four albums right in the heart of the 80s, all filled with really interesting songs, music, they were well known, but they never achieved really the the success and the the commercial appeal. Certainly, that I think they they should have or could have, and and certainly deserve. So, XTC would be mine. Sonia, um, since we're in the genre of depresso melancholy music, I picked Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Um, I think his legacy is pretty extensive. They have something like seventeen albums all told, and. Um, They've, they've been covered by everyone from Josh Groban to Johnny Cash. Uh, for my money, if you wanted to have a listen, I'd probably start with um, The Boatman's Call, which is an album uh, written post-breakup with PJ Harvey. Uh, so that's there's some, there's some good melancholy stuff on there. Um, yeah, I just think it, it, they're criminally underrated as well. Uh, so that's my, my two cents. I think that they're... If they've had more recent recognition, it's it's probably thanks to like Peaky Blinders, yes, exactly. for instance, yep. with the red right hand being the, the theme to, yes, to the that. Theme tune. They wrote the theme tune. The, the theme tune. Uh, Michael, how about you? Yeah, so I, I, I with honorary mention to the jam, and I'm going to change in the last moment. I should have picked XTC. Forgot about them. But uh, the New York band. Of... <laughs> He's agreeing with who me. I thought I was your favorite. Yeah. I just it. follow anybody really who <laughs> inspires me. So uh, the group is the Cramps. The Cramps did start in the late seventies. They went through the nineties. They are a New York demented rockabilly punk goth uh, band who, uh, with um, a woman guitarist uh, Poison Ivy, who played the best fucking licks. She should be considered one of the best rock guitarists ever. She isn't. This band, um, they never got big. They should have been big. They were fucking brilliant all right and this is so this i i want to clarify before i give my answer first of all i was four when the 80s ended and uh i was i struggled with this nathan's the one who suggested this as a as a subject and i was like yeah great that's a great idea but then i realized slowly that all the music that was was part of me growing up was the 90s and onwards and my parents was the 70s and backwards and so there was just, I had like no experience with the 80s. So I have terrible answers. Guys. So you chose so Michael the, Jackson. Okay. <laughs> so the 80s <laughs> yes, were criminally. Michael Jackson. Why doesn't anyone appreciate Michael Jackson? <laughs> no, first I want to get, I just want to put something in that 
this person's not underrated, but I'm going to just say Tina the Turner. words Tina Turner. Tina Turner. Tina Turner. Tina Turner. Because some of her best work is in the 1980s, including Private Dancer, which I think is a fantastic album. And it's not on the Rolling Stone list, which is insane. She's simply the, the she's best. She's only on the list by with a greatest hits album featuring her abusive ex-husband. So she deserves better. She's not underrated, I don't think, but clearly Rolling Stone. She's underrated in Rolling Stone's offices. My, my pick, I took the little bit different route and a very different route. And that's because I picked, uh, Nathan's going to scoff, oh, New Kids on the Block. Oh, amen. And the reason why I picked them is because when people remember New Kids on the Block now, they often consider them just one of many boy bands that happened to, to be around in the 90s and stuff. But they were the first. They're the first modern boy band. They set the template that basically everyone else followed ever since. And they sold about 80 million records in the process. There were other groups that were kind of boy band-ish. You could talk about the Osmonds if you want, or the Mike, the Jackson Five, or the Cure, whatever. But they weren't, they weren't the same. Yeah, the Cure. They weren't the same as this. And uh, you know, I my when we were talking about it earlier, my wife pointed out. She said it's kind of like when people get pissed off at when Harry met Sally for following every uh, trope of a you know uh like a, like a rom-com trope and it's like no they set all of those all of the things are based on them and that's kind of how i feel about new kids on the block but today i think they look back people look back at them and just as another one of the many boy bands that that were around the 90s uh they started in 84 or something which musician or group from the 80s do you think is underrated? Let us know on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at Our Music Pod. And don't forget to listen to all of our other episodes. You can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts, or listen at recordrelicpodcast.com. Before we go, I want to just put another plug in for The Occult Unveiled, the podcast that showcases people in the world of the occult. It's a podcast that Michael Executive produces. Music in this episode is from Lemon Music Studio. Thanks for tuning in to Record Roulette. Until the next spin. Goodbye.